Thriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. To download the resource I created with Soberlink, Divorce and Addiction, A Guide to Move Forward, visit www.soberlink.com backslash Susan. Hello, listeners. It's Susan. So I wanted to let those of you who are colleagues or who are out there working to build a business know that I recently launched a new podcast. It's called the Make Money Mediating Podcast. And although it says make money mediating, it's really intended to help you build the successful business of your dreams, whatever it is that you are in business to do. In this new podcast, I share not only my own personal tips from growing and building several new businesses over the years, but also I bring on some of the top experts in all related fields who are gonna share their wisdom to help you build that dream business and to achieve success however you define it. Be sure to tune in and listen and let me know what you think. You can find the podcast on all your favorite podcast outlets, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, and more. Or you can just go to the website at makemoneymediating.podbean.com. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I very purposefully decided to sit down and write a letter to my future self. It started to give me permission to look forward to plan ahead and and it was just me projecting into the future 5 10 years what my life looked like it started me working towards my next chapter hello and welcome to the divorce and beyond podcast i'm susan guthrie your host As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process. So listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. And today I have to, I know I say this all the time, folks, but I am really excited to be taping this episode today. We have one of our former guests, our returning friends, Alex Beattie is back with us. Thank you, Alex, for making the time. I'm so, so happy to be here talking about this specific subject too. 
you know, that's what I, I'm doing cartwheels over this topic. And I'm so you and I, um, just to remind everyone, Alex was on the show just about a year ago, because we know at the beginning of a year, people are very often starting their divorce process. And so you did a great episode called How to Get Your Act Together So You Can Tackle Your Divorce, because Alex is not a divorce professional per se. She didn't come up in that traditional divorce attorney or coach formatting, um, but she's a super hyper organized human being. She's a producer of big TV shows and, and she's a binder girl. So she came up with like this very organized way to, um, to help you get started and to organize all of your information around your divorce and keep it organized and all in one place. And we'll talk more about that because she has some exciting new things that are happening in, in that arena. But last week on Instagram, I asked her to come on and do an IG live with me because I just wanted to touch on that organizational aspect. And I couldn't think of a better person than Alex, the pro, to come on. And so we were talking about how important it is to get all your paperwork together and how to know your numbers and all that. And then she said something that just made bells go off in my world. I started like jumping up and down, I think, in the IG Live. I might have even knocked over my microphone. I was so excited because I have to say that it is something, it, it ties into something I say all the time to people. I say, you know, it's very important during divorce to have a forward focus, but it's very hard to do. And you have a tip, something that you came up with yourself that I have to just say, I think is brilliant. I think it is the, the easiest way I've ever heard for people to make that shift. Not, not that it's going to be soup, you know, there's still some work to be done, but it's just such a great idea. So we're going to talk about it. It's called the dear future self letter, but I thought we'd start with, because I know that this is something that you actually did yourself because you, like many people in the divorce space, came to help others through your own experience. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened in your own divorce? How this all started was I went through my own divorce around five years ago. And like anyone who's navigating that time in your life, there's just so much uncertainty. I had never been through a divorce before. It's a really daunting time. And it's a it's a time where you're just not really sure where to focus, quite frankly. Um, I found myself kind of wanting to anchor on to something to keep me grounded during this time. And I also kind of realized, look, divorce is a business, right? It's like a, a whole, it's a legal process that you go through. That's just one aspect of it. But the other aspect is what you're going through on the inside, the emotional side. And so I wanted to be able to address kind of both of that and to the emotional side of what I was going through, I very purposefully decided to sit down and write a letter to my future self. And what that meant to me was it started to give me permission to look forward, to plan ahead. And I sat down with purpose and it it took me like about a couple of days to really like think about before I put pen to paper. I had this idea that whatever I'm putting down, I'm setting my intention. And it was just me projecting into the future five, 10 years, what my life looked like, how my kids were doing. I have children where I was. And then I kind of sealed it away. And what that did was that it, it started me working towards 
my next chapter, really. Um, and that was incredibly helpful during during that time where so much was out of my control. I could kind of anchor onto something of like, but I'm working towards this dream. I'm working toward this goal. This can be my life. Yeah. And that is what got my attention, really rang those bells for me because a conversation that I have with listeners all the time, that I have with clients, um, even colleagues, is divorce is built around what has happened in the past, right? It is a process that calls for, in many ways, examining what has happened up to the point where you find yourself as you go through the divorce. The who, who's at fault? Whose fault is this? Why did this happen? Uh, who earned what? Who paid for what? Who spent what? Um, who forgot to kid, feed the kids one night? Who forgot, right? I mean, people will get down into the deep, dark minutiae of their past and go down that rabbit hole. And one of the saddest things I see as a, saw for so many years as a divorce attorney is people waking up at the end of their divorce. And I say it that way purposely, waking up Divorce is over, bad dream, gone, and they find themselves in a reality they have no connection to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always saying, you know, divorce is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to create a new future. But the sooner you start looking forward, the better it's going to be. And you really did that. So I'd love to, if you don't mind, really dig into, you said it took you two or three days. Yeah. I mean, what you do, like, let's get granular. What did you do to get this done? What would you tell somebody else who's sitting out there listening right now, who's overwhelmed with their divorce, pulling together all those dang bank statements and, and tax forms and all that, but you're telling them to take on one more writing project? Yes. I'm telling you to carve out what I like to consider self-care time. Um, just the same way you would if you were going to schedule an exercise every day, or if you were going to, if you're in in therapy of some point, this is another form of, of that kind of self-care. To that, I would have you sit down and really start to take stock in what is really important to you, right? Trying to separate the actual divorce aspect from what you're writing in a way, which can take practice, which is why it can take more than one sitting. If we're talking about a perfect world, and look, if you're incredibly pained and wounded, this is going to take some work. It's going to take some time for you to be able to separate from where you are right now in the process with a spouse. You know, you've probably had to endure uh, a really good amount of time in your marriage being unhappy, and that sucks. It really sucks. But now is the time time for you to, in small increments, it's almost putting into practice, changing a perspective in a way, right? So exercising Mm -hmm. it like any or meditating, you know, it's the same thing, just carving out that time just to sit and think maybe one day, the first thing you think about is, what have I not been doing in my life that brings me joy? So try and kind of find what those things are, write them down and put that to the side. And then perhaps another day, what are things I've been giving my time to that I don't enjoy? That's exactly No joy. No joy. And start to set those intentions and and kind of pick elements uh, throughout your life. That could also be, uh, have I given enough time to, do I like my environment? Do I even like where I am? What are, you know, where do I want to 
actually live after this. You know, when you're going through a divorce and let's say you have a family home, that can be actually one of the most triggering aspects in addition to the financial. So what means home to you? What does your ideal home feel like to you after this? Uh, and being able to take stock and and kind of the financial realities of what's next of how am I going to be able to accomplish things that are a priority for me because I, I'm setting these intentions and these goals. So that keeps you focused. It's interesting what you said of coming out of a nightmare, right? And so I try and when I'm working with people early on in the divorce process, getting them prepared in advance, that's exactly what I talk about, which is what you're going through right now. This is just a process. This is not the rest of your life. So don't dig in as if this is the way you're always going to be living. And so being, you always say, as you said, divorce is an opportunity. It takes practice to see it that way. And some days it really feels like your cup is full and your optimism is just bubbling over. And other days it feels like you've been kicked in the gut. So having these exercises that you kind of set into the schedule of your day can help you really regulate and help remind you that this is just an experience. This is not going to define who you are or what your life is after divorce. And it's such an important point. I There's something so lovely in the in the midst of the maelstrom of emotional onslaught and overwhelm of divorce the idea of sitting down and for a period of time that you designate for your self-care and just putting on paper or on your computer screen you know the dreams that you that you had that you haven't attained yet new dreams that you might not have thought of. You know, you've mentioned a couple of maybe living in a certain home or neighborhood or place was because your spouse wanted or needed to be there. Maybe you have an opportunity to live in a different style home, place, decor. That This is something I can just share. I had lived, uh, I lived in a beautiful home with my ex-husband, but it was very, very decorated in his very modern taste. And uh, when we got divorced, it was never an argument with the two of us over who was going to keep that house. I (laughs) I knew I didn't want to keep that house. And so I ended up buying a different one. And for the first time in my life at, I think I was 36 or seven years old, like picking out my own furniture Mm -hmm. and deciding what colors to put on the walls and things like that. It was such a delight and mm-hmm. and to walk into that house the very first time and have it be my own and be suited to me um that ten and that house ended up being the home i've lived in the longest in my entire life i'm i'm old now um i won't say how old but i have lived in many houses in my life that one i lived in for 15 years mm-hmm. and i still think of it as my home but- and so i just tell that example right because it's your think about the the restorative pleasure of instead of looking at the future like the big black abyss that it might feel like that's what people always tell me Susan I have no idea what my future holds it's nothing that I thought it was going to be that's that opportunity that's exactly right and and that goes hand in hand with the fact that this time is a time for you to think about who am I now, right? Like depending on how long you've been married, you haven't been on your own for a good chunk of time. So being able to sit with who am I now? 
what are the things that I value the most? And what do I want to create coming, you know, in this next coming chapter of my life? Look, these aren't new concepts, right? But I think what people haven't really talked about too much is applying them to this specific situation. I don't know if that is because for a long time, I think um, society's starting to catch up. There's always been a shame surrounding divorce, right? And so it's like, well, how dare you find a silver lining to this? How dare you use this as a springboard when you're, you failed, right? And to me, like, that's the big F word. Uh, because to me, if something isn't working, we get one go round. This is it, you know, and to put people in a position where they're miserable, I'm sorry, we don't get that time back. I'd rather have two people who land the plane than crash it by like, you know, making themselves miserable. So again, it goes back to perspective as well. So sometimes being able to identify if you are feeling down, if you are kind of feeling small because you didn't expect this is what your life was going to look like, that's okay. Everyone gets hit by big challenges in life. Nobody has an easier path than anyone else. But be able to look at this time, especially on those really tough days, and just carve out one positive thing that you want to incorporate. And it starts it starts to give you the building blocks uh, to get excited about what's next. And it also keeps you really focused during the business side of what you're going to go through, right? As opposed to feeling like you're being reactive, it's going to put you in a position to be proactive. And that is always the best position to be in. And so important. And this is another thing that this particular exercise, why it rang so many bells for me, because I have also had the conversation with clients and listeners that, you know, you don't just put one foot in front of the other during the divorce just to get through and put those decisions about you know how you're going to divide things or what your parenting plan will look like i hear this from people all the time i'm just going to get through this and then i'll worry about the future and then what you see are people who get to that future and it's nothing like what actually will work for them or their children yeah. because they were just well, that's what they said was, you know, I should accept that or that's what I, he, he or she offered. And so what was I going to do? You get to proactively, as you just said, to use your phrase, proactively make decisions as you negotiate your divorce that will get you to that future self. That's exactly right. And being able to have those things in your mind to focus on, here we go again with another guest star. Um also puts you in a position where, you know, you're being a little more thoughtful throughout the process. So again, going back to this idea of addressing this side of the experience by listening to yourself, by giving yourself some time to figure out who you are now in this moment and what you want to incorporate more of, what you want to get rid of, you know, and this is an exercise you can do once a year right? So that you're constantly checking in. Things things change and that's okay. But having intentions that you set with purpose really goes a long way to, to anchoring you. Um, I also feel that during this time, it puts you in a position to feel a little more certainty, right? So even though the waters are really choppy and you're going through this divorce process, you're setting these intentions, which kind of, they can calm you. 
calm, quell a little bit of the anxiety of the time that you're going through. It's just a really helpful exercise that you can incorporate at the end of journaling. You can give it thought throughout the day. And if you are feeling a little overwhelmed by maybe the business side of what you're going through, it's somewhere else that you can click your mind into to give you a little hope. Right. I think that's another critical point because people feel I always had a, I had a senior partner in my law firm way back when, when he, he would always say, you know, paper won't refuse ink. And so people will often write anything and anything, everything down. I think it's important for people to realize just because you're putting these future dreams or thoughts or, or intentions or whatever down doesn't mean they're set in stone. We know that things may change as you're going along. We may, and we also know that there may be, it's not just a fairy tale that you're concocting for your future, right? You're going to sit down and look at a future that involves the musts in your life. Your musts very well might be your children. Well, they may need to stay in a certain location because there are other parents there or whatever that might be. So yes, we understand you're going to create that new future within perhaps certain constraints. But I really think it's important what you've talked about of being able to open your mind, you use the house as a as an example, and I think that's such a, a wonderful one because people see the house as like a must. I must have the house, my children must live there, and we must make that work. And because they become so set on that, and maybe that's what should happen, but they lose sight of the fact maybe that's not the house. Maybe it's a little too big for now the three of you instead of the four of you. Maybe it doesn't have a yard for the dog you've always wanted to have. Maybe it's not close to the school that you want to go back to so you can get your degree or get a master's. You know, working within your constraints, and maybe that needs to be another of the columns or topics that you you bullet point, or what are the absolutes? Like what can't change? But then everything else, how can I work around it? Hey, listeners, did you know that you can now listen to Divorce and Beyond on your favorite audiobook platform, Audible? If you're like me and you love your audiobooks along with your podcasts, this is a great time to check out Audible memberships. They have two levels, Audible Plus and Audible Premium Plus. You right now can get a free trial of Audible Plus, and if you decide to subscribe to Audible Premium Plus, you will also get up to two free audiobooks. So go to the links in the show notes to get these special offers, and I'll see you over on Audible. And now we return to today's show. Going back to maybe it's a place where you are, maybe it's a thing that you have, actually being able to be a little more thoughtful and dig down. Okay, well, why is this so important? Is it because it's actually fulfilling something in me? Or is it because there's an expectation of I need to carry on or I'm failing somehow if I don't maintain all of this? There is no real rule book. I think we can get very very distracted sometimes by and it's easy to do so of maintaining a certain um lifestyle or being able to, I mean, not keep up with the Joneses per se, but kind of like people expect you lived your life this way. If I can't sustain that, what does it say about me? 
all of that is an illusion. In the end, the person you really need to serve is yourself and doing right by yourself. And if you have children, their best interests as well. You never have to worry of like, you know, the stuff doesn't matter. Surrounding yourself with the experiences, if you're in a place where you are feeling safe, you can afford to be there and your children are, are doing well, that's a victory. And you get to create what that space is and where it is. There is no one way of doing things is the better way to do them. And so being able to kind of rewrite your history in that way can be very empowering. And it can also give you a real base at a time when you're coming out of this structure of of two people together. And everything is in this like family or, you know, family, even with two people kind of bubble. So it's, again, being able to prioritize what feels good to you and be able to plan them practically, how can I get there? It it just really goes a long way for making the journey a bit easier and giving you clarity. Um, And that's something that I feel like people can get so distracted during the divorce process by all the minutiae. Of, of the legal side of it, you know, even in the most amicable of situations. So um, I, I just feel like having that. And again, I think you're 100% right. Like my whole thing is this is not magic thinking. This is setting intentions. You work towards your goals always. You know, I, I, I've said time and time again, it's like, write down what comes to mind. You want a unicorn? Write down you want a unicorn. You know, it doesn't matter whatever it is to you. Know that you're working towards that. But also you can look at your list at any time just to kind of reset yourself to give yourself that anchor when you're feeling a little like, what am I doing? And does this choice I'm about to make in the process serve this intention? You know what I mean? Making that connection can help simplify things. Um, But dealing with the opportunity to I think as early as possible, start to take control of your narrative again. It, it just, it helps with the foundation of of then this life that you're creating and you can get out of, look, there are lots of miserable situations where people get stuck. They get very stuck on, as you said, who did what in the marriage? Is there closure? I've been wronged. Maybe I wronged and I feel guilty. Sometimes life is messy. There's a lot of gray area as opposed to black and white. So being able to release those things as much as possible, easier said than done. I know you have to be thinking about it every day with intention, which is why writing these things down can be so helpful. I'm not reinventing the wheel. And I didn't reinvent the wheel by writing this letter to myself at that point. But sometimes you forget to give yourself permission to do something a little different. Um, And that's all this is, is kind of breaking up what your normal routine might be and seeing seeing this as from a different perspective and handling all the tasks accordingly. Yeah. Well, and it's that moment of shift. It's such an important shift. And don't think you aren't going to get sucked back into the past. You will several times during the divorce. But I guarantee you, if you do this exercise at some point in, say, your divorce negotiation, you'll receive some sort of proposal from your spouse or their attorney or in the mediation. And you're going to look at what's been proposed. And if you have done this letter... You're going to be able to weigh what's been proposed proposed to you against what your future self is looking toward, that future. And you'll be able to respond 
in an informed way based upon where you're, you want to go. And that is so different from responding from you're an ass, you hurt me, you did bad things. And therefore what you're offering isn't good enough or isn't enough. I'm not saying that emotional content is not well warranted and you're entitled to that, but to serve yourself and move toward that beautiful future that you wrote about, that's where you actually, you know, gain. That's where you actually move forward. You know, there's a great quote from um, one of the Stoic philosophers is that your best revenge is living well. And that's something that I've lived by for a very long time. When you are, you know, you get dragged down by, it's easy to be overwhelmed by emotion, but this idea of waiting for somebody to have a comeuppance or this isn't good enough and you have to make it right. It's all of those things are like saying to the other person, I'm going to drink this poison and you're going to hurt because the other person, it doesn't work. Right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? The only person you're hurting is yourself. So the, that that stoic quote is something that I always try and go back to. That again, living well is the best revenge. That's that's the only way to do it. And and being able to be more thoughtful early in the process so you can kind of separate. Nobody can fill your cup. I'm sorry. Nobody can officially right the wrong. It's about you giving yourself permission. It's about you moving on and taking ownership of things and knowing that sometimes you're not going to get that closure that you want. So put that energy into you, put it into you, like double fold, even it's just going to future you. The future. That's exactly right. Put that into the future. You that's the best investment you could ever make. Yeah. Well, and I can't leave this topic because I do want to save time to talk about your two new exciting launches. You mentioned in the IG live, I asked you, I said, so you wrote your dear, my future self letter and you put in your dear, my future self letter, you know, what you would like your future to be. And I'm just wondering if you can share with listeners, how did it turn out your five years down the road since your divorce? Did you, did you get there to your future self? I did. And you know, what I love about still, I still have the letter, you know, I still have it. And it is now a reminder of, I can do it because I did it, you know, putting that into practice. And look, I was with my ex for 16 years since I was, you know, in my early twenties, it was a really, really long time. And so then to stand on my feet or think I have to raise two really young kids and, oh my gosh, how is this going to work? You're going to do it. And I have been so fulfilled to be able to raise the family I wanted to raise, to instill my values into them, to be able to have wonderful experiences with family and friends, lots of backyard get togethers, the things that mean the most to me and that my kids are secure and happy that are the divorce that I went through didn't rock their worlds. You know what I mean? And it's an example of how you treat people moving forward. As I said earlier, this life is long and I wanted to be able to lean into two parents who could be happy and fulfilled because then those parents can be there for the kids. And even if you don't have children, you're still two people bumping through this world, doing the best you can. And if your marriage isn't working, start focusing. Then if you're going through a divorce, what is next for me? That's not a bad thing. You just have to practice it. Yeah, we're not, especially I'm going to say women, we, you know, I'll generalize for a second. We are not necessarily socialized 
to think just of ourselves and for doing for ourselves. So especially to my female compatriots out there, this exercise, but gentlemen, you as well, um, you know, men have their own pressures going through divorce and the shame and lack less support. I've talked about this on other episodes and, um, you know, I just, I find this to be such a worthwhile idea for anyone who's going through divorce. And I do want to point out, I think you should start it right at the beginning. This may seem what well, I haven't even hired an attorney or found a mediator. I don't even know what divorce really looks like. That doesn't mean you can't start thinking about who you are, what brings you joy, what you could live without yeah. in that lack of joy area and, and keep building that future. Cause the more you build it, the more likely it is you're, that's where you're going to, to get to. And you, you won't end up, I tell this story all the time, Alex, on, on the podcast, but I'm going to mention it here because this is what happens when you stay focused on the past throughout your divorce. Um, I was at a cocktail party a couple of years ago and people, when they find out you're a divorce attorney, it's like being a doctor, right? They're like, oh, my elbow hurts. Oh, can you look at my neck? Well, I hear everyone's divorce story, right? Oh, well, I'm divorced. I wish I'd known you, right? And one woman at a cocktail party told me for a good 30, 40 minutes all about every horrible thing her ex had been doing in their divorce and how awful it was. And then when she finished the story, she mentioned that their divorce had been finalized for 27 years. Oh, well, boy. And all I could feel was sad for her because she, when she told me that story, it was like it was happening. I thought they were in the midst of their divorce when she was yeah. telling me the story. She was still living in that world. She had never gotten to her beautiful beyond. She never got to her dear self. And it made me incredibly sad for her. Um, and I don't, I, I see that unfortunately far too often for people. You have a future, everyone. Alex said this earlier. Divorce is a finite period of time in your life. It is not, it may seem like an eternity. <laughs> But it is not in your future, your beyond is going to be beautiful. Yeah. So start building it now, dear yeah. future self. I love it. <laughs> but we cannot leave this episode without talking. You have two exciting new things coming up. Which one would you like to tell us about first? Well, I am really excited. The first one, I, I want to talk about a webinar that I am so excited and privileged to be a part of. I've teamed up with three other very highly sought after divorce coaches. Uh, Ebony Byrne of Liberty Financial. She helps women rebuild their finances after divorce. Leah Marie at Mindfully Ready, an empowerment coach for women going through and after divorce. And parenting plan expert, Samantha Boss. The four of us are going to be holding a webinar with your divorce squad. I'm so excited. And Love that name. Love it. <laughs> so this is our this is our new and the first of many um, once a quarter for an hour on February 3rd. You'll be able to join us and ask any questions you want during that time. We're going to help you avoid really common mistakes that are made. We're going to talk about preparing, parenting plans, self-care. We're going to talk about rebuilding your finances and again, taking your specific questions. So during that time, you know, we're hoping to reach people, whatever point thinking about divorce in the middle of going through it, 
We want to make being able to work with specialists affordable. It's no longer just for the 1% for you to have a divorce team. You can have access to all four of us. And again, I'm prep and planning. We've got you know somebody who does parenting plans. We have somebody who does female empowerment after divorce and financial coaching. Please join us, your divorce squad, February 3rd, noon Eastern time. I, I, I can't wait. To, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm bursting at the seams to do this. Well, it's a wonderful idea because I I just spoke at a summit a little earlier today and was talking about how important your team is as you go through the divorce process. But we do know it's a reality for many people that it's it's just too expensive at a time when expenses are tight anyway. So this is such a wonderful way to make really world-class experts available to people and stellar name, your, <laughs> your divorce squad. And I think the website is up. So the website is up and you can get more information, www.yourdivorcesquad.net. And what I'm also really proud of is that uh, there are some of our proceeds are going to be going to Alexandria House here in Los Angeles. It benefits women who are coming out of difficult, abusive relationships. And every with every one of our webinars, we want to support local female-focused charities in each of our areas. And so we really want to be able to give back. And to what you were saying, look, my whole, you know, venturing into the divorce niche when I started with uh, my previous venture, Divide and Thrive, was really about making things affordable and easy for people going through it, giving you the tools so that, you know, you can be your best advocate and save time and money. And that's part of what this webinar is about. So we've priced it at $47 to have access to all four of us. <laughs> so it's I'm kind really of crazy. I know. Yeah. I'm really excited. Well, that it, uh, honestly, I will have everything in the show notes, but you can also go to yourdivorcesquad.net and get all the information. And then just to top it all off, drum roll, please, everyone. Alex has her own personal venture and launch that's also just about to come out. Let's, let's hear about uh, the divorce planner. Well, I'm so excited because, you know, um, the Divorce Squad webinar is really my coming out party. So uh, my previous company, Divide and Thrive, it was very hands off and, and, but it was about helping people prepare in advance of divorce, very much the administrative side. But I'm now excited to say that I'll be working one on one with people, coaching them through coming up with customized divorce prep and planning for their situation so that they can go through the process, meet with attorneys, meet with mediators, and be prepared for what will save them time and money. And to be able to talk through a specific situation is my jam. It's what I was doing before Divide and Thrive. And I'm really happy to get back to it because I love working one-on-one -on -one with people. And so I am the divorceplanner.net. You can find me there. And then you can also find me on IG and TikTok. Yeah, no, definitely go follow her, follow her on IG and TikTok because all kinds of great um, content that Alex is always putting out. She does great videos. Um, but you know, if you want to work with Alex, you can reach out to thedivorceplanner.net and get more information about that. Again, everything's going to be in the show notes. And again, Alex, I just, I so appreciate that you've shared your experience and something that helped you during your divorce with everyone, because this, this could be that little golden nugget that is going to change one person, 20 people, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people's lives who are out there listening right now. 
sitting down and, and finding such a simple way to start shifting forward. It just, it, it warms my heart. I thank you very much for sharing with us all. It was absolutely my pleasure. And that's what I'm here for. The fact that we go through these experiences, the whole point is to share, to make the journey easier for somebody else. And I thank you so much. I love this podcast. I listened to it before I was even connected to you. It's so helpful. And you you just make, you make it a lot easier. So thank you, Susan. Well, that's both our goal to make this process easier for people to go through. So everyone out there, we want to hear about your dear future self letters. Just let us know that you did it. Let us know that you're sharing it. Let us know that you're thinking about your future and that your divorce is an opportunity. Hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you find us. Drop a note in the in, to uh, divorceandbeyondpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Alex, again, thank you. I'm glad you're drying out out there in Los Angeles and um, we'll have you on again soon. Thank you. Thanks everybody. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.